After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. And it is not Don Dubuque this morning. Joel Masson filling in for Don Dubuque. And I am an avid, avid angler. Occasional host of the Marshman Masson YouTube channel. And like I said, I am just uh, very, very excited to be here today. We've got an incredible show lined up for you. got a lot of great guests, a lot of great fishing reports coming your way. And it's going to be a great morning. And if you are driving to uh, fish this morning, good luck to you. The, the winds and are not going to be too bad today. Uh, you definitely got some good conditions working in your favor. I know I fished yesterday. We're going to get to that report here in a little bit. But if you want to, we've got a, a burning question this morning. We're asking people, what fishing condition do you find the most challenging? It could be dead tide, wind, dirty water, anything like that. Text all those answers to 504-260-1870. That's 504-260-1870. We've got a, uh, got a great show lined up today. We're going to have uh, Kirk Stancil coming on with us. And Kirk fishes uh, out of that Calcasieu Lake area. And I know the, the big trout this time of year are what everybody is after. And we're going to get a report from him, seeing how that's going on over there. We've also got Daryl Carpenter coming up. Daryl fishes that Grand Isle area, and we're going to see how Daryl is doing with the trout and the redfish over there. After him, we're going to have a, a, a lot of good announcements for you, a lot of good uh, events coming up, and uh, we're also going to have Captain Mike Gallo, who fishes at uh, that Lake Pontchartrain, Lake Bourne, Lake Catherine area, all that good stuff. That is usually a phenomenal area this time of year, and I know uh, that place has been been really, really, really hot. Now, weather dependent, obviously, in March it can be kind of difficult, but uh, we'll get some reports from him. And then after him, we're going to get our, our paddler's report from uh, Eric Mahoborak. And if you like to paddle, instead of going in a boat, Eric is definitely going to be the one you want to listen to. He's got a lot of experience fishing out of a kayak after him we're going to have captain ryan lambert ryan fishes at plaquemines parish area which is the area i was in yesterday and we had an absolutely phenomenal phenomenal trip so we get some reports from him and as always we'll be taking your text messages all morning long seeing what you have to say about what your most challenging fishing condition is we're going to get all that this morning that number again is 504-260-1870 for all your answers to that we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to come back with kirk stancil get that good information from calcasieu lake and stick with us you're listening to the outdoors with don dubuque radio network dubuque is not here this morning it is joel masson filling in for don dubuque and right now we are going to be joined with robbie campo robbie out of shell beach and campos marina Robbie, how you doing this morning? Well, Joe, we're doing fine down here, buddy. Um, uh, you know, uh, this past week here, man, it was 
we had some rough days with with all this rain that we had passed through. But um, you know, uh, it seemed like yesterday yesterday was kind of a turnaround, um, which is usually you know what we were looking for for Friday for a Saturday morning report. Uh, we had some had some speckled trout caught in the ship channel here by uh, up the channel here from the marina, um, not too far, a couple miles. Which is really good to see because we hadn't seen any, hadn't seen a decent trout bite come, you know, around this area in quite a while. So yesterday that was a little bit encouraging. Um, yesterday I also got to take a ride with Captain John Sanchez. We had some friends in from Kentucky that we took out in the Sound yesterday. We went out there and did a sheephead run. Um, it, you know, uh, Bay Hour was was really nice football when we got out there by out there by those rigs, out in the sound out there. It was a little bumpy. Um, uh, you know, some lot, lot of big ground swells coming in. So if you wanted to do that today, you you may have a window of opportunity to get out there. Um, I know they caught a bunch of sheephead along the long rocks yesterday, mixed in with a bunch of redfish. Um, it seems like they're doing a lot better catching speckled trout on the Delacroix side than on our side. Um, the Delacroix side has been... You know they've been catch they've been catching a lot of trout over on that area, um, you know, and they've been catching them on plastics. So uh, you know live bait has not come in yet. Uh, you know around these parts we don't have any yet. We we hoping we hoping that they show up in the next couple weeks here. Um, I know nobody wants them as bad as I do to have them for you guys, but it, that's just not that's just not possible right now. We can't catch something that's not there. Um, Joel, I'll tell you, if you got anybody coming up, got anybody coming fishing today? Look, we got a perfect recipe for for this nat weather. Um, I mean, they are horrible down this way. Um, wear protective clothing, ladies. If you're coming down here, do not wear short pants. Wear some kind of leggings, pants, something. Uh, these gnats are ferocious. You won't enjoy your fish your day of fishing, and I'm telling you, they're going to eat you alive. Um, they have been horrible all week. Um, although the only days they weren't bad is when we had all this rain. But now that now that the rain has stopped, you just you can't even enjoy being outside with the gnats that's around here. And it doesn't matter if you're coming here, Shell, you know, Shell Beach, Hopedale, or if you're going out of Delacroix. You know, we got a kind of a foggy morning. The gnats are just bad. So keep that in mind. Um, Get your amber romance out. Get your you know off whatever you whatever you prefer to use. Have it handy today because gnats are going to be bad. Um, with that said, you know Joe, we, uh, um, we went out there yesterday fishing those fish. We used dead shrimp. Um, it was it was not fishing. It was catching. So uh, and it was the same thing along the long rocks for the guys that fished my guides that fished along the long rocks yesterday. So. Uh, yeah, you could come put some fish in the boat. So, you know, coming down this way, hook the left, come on down to see us, and we'll be right, we'll be waiting on you. That sounds awesome, Robbie. Uh, definitely good that the people are still catching catching fish down there. Now, what um, what what size of fish did you catch yesterday? Were they real big or, or kind of on the smaller side? Well, the sheephead that we caught yesterday were kind of mixed up. Uh, we only had uh, one or two slot reds that we caught out there. Most of them were bulls, uh, but nevertheless, you know, we had some we had some friends in from out of town, so it it really didn't matter as long as something was pulling on the line. Everybody was happy. So, 
But uh, the, the sheephead that we caught, for the most part, they were probably, you know, two to three pounders. Um, they went, they weren't those big six or seven pounders like we're used to seeing out there. But, hey, we made a day out of it. Everybody was happy. We put 50-some-odd sheephead in the boat, and, you know, we had a few redfish to go with it. And, uh, you know, we got back home at a reasonable time, like, a you know, 11-ish or so. So it was uh, it, it was a good time, and everybody had fun. And, you know, and the other boats that was out there did did the same thing. You know, uh, 12 o'clock, everybody was back. So it was, you know, it was a it was a meat run, so to speak, but it was it was a heck of a time. That's awesome. That's uh, it's great to hear. Now, Robbie, we're asking all of our listeners this morning, what fishing condition do you find the most challenging, whether it's dead tide, dirty water, wind? So for you, what, what condition specifically do you find most challenging? Um, I would have to say dead tide, uh, dead tide in dirty water. Um, you know, but it's not impossible to catch fish in dirty water, but, um, uh, I, I would have to say a slack tide is probably, uh, your most challenging, um, you know, because you got to have some tide movement, some tide movement makes things happen. And when you don't have much tide movement, man, it's, it, you know, when your cork is just sitting there, you know, when you cast out, it doesn't move, you know, to the right or the left or whatever. It's just sitting there. You know, it, that tends to make your your your, uh, your bite slow down a whole lot. So, yeah, I would say if I had to say, you know, what it is, it, it would definitely be slack tide. I tell you, I got to agree with you there. That's a very, very hard condition to fish. Not much you can do when there's no there's no water no water moving. Well, Robbie, uh, thank you so much for, for joining us early, dark and early on this Saturday morning. If somebody wants to come down to uh, the Campos, they just hook a left at the bridge, right? That's it. Hook the left, baby. Come on down and see us. We're waiting on you. All right. Sounds good. Good luck today, Robbie. All right, Joel. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Sounds good. There he goes, Robbie Campo with Campos Marina. Like I said, we're asking uh, what fishing condition do you find the most challenging this morning? You can text those answers to 504-260-1870. Could be, could be dirty water. Could be, like Robbie said, dead tide, any one of those. And you can definitely text those answers in. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with Kirk Stancil, who fishes Calcasieu Lake, and get a report from him, all what's happening with the speckled trout over there. Good, good stuff this morning. Definitely want to stick around, and you are listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And Joel Masson here. It is not Don Dubuque this morning. Joel Masson here filling in for Don Dubuque. And right now, we're going to be joined by Kirk Stancil, who fishes out of Calcasieu Lake with a Hackberry Rod and Gun. Kirk, how are you doing this morning? I'm good, Joel. How are you? I'm doing really well. Oh, well how's the uh, well, has has the fishing been down there and uh, down there in Calgary? The, the, the trout it, fishing. It's picked. It's picked, since last time we talked. It has picked up. Yeah, uh, we've been uh, last week. We even had not last week. It has been a little while now, but we even had like three or four days where we had boats come in with limits of trout. So uh, it it was it's been good. The redfish have been steady the whole time. But when it warms up and we get some good high tides, we uh, we get a good trout bite. 
That's great. That's and, awesome. Uh, now, uh, now, what kind of uh, what what kind of baits have uh, been have been hot for trout recently? Okay, you know most of our clients are live bait fishermen. We've been doing a lot of that, but the artificial bite has been on the Little John, uh, mainly the uh, the watermelon red has been the best color. That that's been the best uh, lure for us right now. And we're catching some awesome. on Miradines. Yeah. Miradines. Okay. Now, what yeah. uh, what fa- what's your some of your favorite colors uh, on on the Miradines? Oh, I, I love the this time of year the orange back gold side with a white belly. That's my favorite. You know the small the small suspended one, not the not the uh, heavy dean, but the regular Miradine. Uh, I don't even know what size it is. It's about an inch and a half, maybe two inch bait. It's and they love it. And I and I really rip the bait, work it hard. Uh, you know, just a lot of twitching, hard twitching, and uh, and, and hesitate. And I usually hit it when the bait hesitates. Awesome, cool. That, now, uh, now, what? Yeah, what? Uh, as as far as the the size of the, of the trout, uh, what can people be expecting this time of year? We're we're kind of in March, getting into the spring. Uh, right. What, what, uh, what's the the size going? Well, the, the fish we're catching right now are anywhere from you know twelve inch keepers up to about sixteen inches. You know, and there's an occasional eighteen twenty incher in there. But uh, you know, we're coming up with the big the big girls will be showing up here pretty soon. They should be. Cool. That sounds uh that sounds great. Now uh, now Kirk, we're asking this morning all of our listeners, what fishing condition do you find the most challenging? Whether it's dirty water, uh, low tide, uh, dead tide. What, what's what's your take on that? All of them. <laughs> Man, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I hate I hate a hard wind. This time of year, I, I don't want a hard north wind. You know, north northwest wind. This time of year, uh, you know, it's going to blow the water out. It's going to muddy the water. You know, Calcasieu muddies up, you know, because, you know, it's just a big muddy lake with oyster reefs scattered around it. And, it, you know, you get anything above 15 uh, miles an hour, it's going to muddy it up. And it's hard to find a good, clean area where there's a lot of fish with a north wind. I mean, Turner's Bay up on the north end is okay, but this time of year can be tough. Well, good. That's uh, that's certainly uh, certainly good advice. Um, definitely looking forward to uh, to a good spring there. Now, if somebody wants to uh, to book a trip with you for this uh, this upcoming spring weather, how can they do so? Oh man, they can call us toll free, Joe. It's eight 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 seven six two three three nine one. Go to our website hackberryrodandgun dot com and look. We got live video cams on our dock of people. You know, they can see what we bring in and you know what we're catching every day. That's awesome. I uh, definitely would want to watch that uh, that webcam. That's that's cool. Good live stuff. Good information. Thank you yeah. so much, Kirk, for joining us today, and we will talk to you soon. All right. Well, thank you, Joel. Good talking to you, buddy. All right. Sounds good. There he goes, Kirk Stancil, Hackberry Rod and Gun, and we've got a got a few announcements for you. And and today, actually, this is going to be occurring. We're going to have the Washington Parish. Ducks Unlimited Banquet. That is tonight, Saturday, 6 p.m. So tonight at 6 p.m. you can go. You can go there. It's at the American Legion Hall. So you got tons of great stuff. A live auction, uh, silent auction, some raffles, some really good dinner and drinks. We've also uh, got some good uh, ticket prices on that. So definitely something that you do not want to miss out on. And as I just finished talking with Kirk, we're asking this morning. 
what fishing condition do you find the most challenging? So uh, dead tide, dirty water, whatever. Uh, text us at 504-260-1870. And when you text us, make sure to text us your name and where you're from. And also, uh, this is the uh, opening day of Youth Turkey. So if we got any kids out there driving, going turkey hunting, well, hopefully the kids are not driving, but if you're driving with your, going with your dad, if we got any any turkey uh, turkey hunters out there, good luck to you this morning. And we also want to know if you're in Mississippi, uh, have you killed any turkeys yet this season? You can text us that at 504-260-1870. We'll take a quick time out, and when we come back, we're going to have more of your text messages, more great announcements for you. So stick with us. Joel Masson here filling in for Don Dubuque. Stick with us. We'll be right back on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And Joel Masson filling in this morning for Don Dubuque. We've got some of your text messages coming in. We're asking this morning, what fishing condition do you find the most challenging, whether it's dirty water, dead tide, all that. You can text that to 504-260-1870 with your name and where you're from so we can identify you. Got a good morning text from the Mad Trucker. Good morning. Good luck this morning if you're going out fishing. Also got some texts from four three or three four three three, and he said, "High barometric pressure is one condition that I hate. Fish stop biting when pressure gets above 30 and rising. Low pressure and falling pressure will get them biting." And I gotta agree with that. A low, I mean, a high pressure is is definitely a challenging condition, especially if you're on the freshwater side of things. If you're fishing sockeye or bass, that can be super super challenging. Just got a report in from Bayou Wild TV's Martha Spencer, who caught an African pompano yesterday on the lump, which is absolutely incredible. This fish looks very, very cool. You can check it out on Martha Spencer's Facebook page. She, she has a picture of it there. They've also caught some uh, some 12, uh, 12 blackfin and a, and a yellowfin tuna. So good stuff coming from the, the offshore waters there. And also... For all you, you snapper people out there, they're catching some absolutely big, big snapper. So the offshore fishing seems to be great. Obviously, this time of year, when the wind can allow you to get out there, that is one of the, the best things to go ahead and do. And we also have a, a, a Toledo Bend angler caches in on the Bass Cash Bash. And uh, to, to Rodney Carroll of, uh, of Manny, Louisiana, uh, he he caught he picked up a thousand dollar prize winning fish and he got also a five hundred dollar uh, prize for a, a, a bonus entry that had a t-shirt in there um, so just congratulations to him definitely want to sign up for the bass cash bass and you can visit the bass cash bash dot com and get signed up for that you don't want to go there and uh, and catch a tag fish and not be registered. So make sure to go do that on their website. And we're going to pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves. We're going to come back on more fishing reports on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And welcome back. Uh, We've got a text coming in from Justin in the refuge. He said the worst fishing addition is pouring rain. And pouring rain, as long as you have a raincoat, I guess you can suck it up and, and go out there. But it is uh, definitely, certainly less comfortable when it's pouring rain and can be dangerous if there's a lightning out there. 
But uh, we've also got uh, some good, another good announcement for you. We've got the uh, St. Tammany Fishing Pier uh, construction is going to be, uh, is taking place right now, but it is going to be, uh, in, a, in you're going to be able to fish on it uh, April or early May, in the, in the latter part of April or early May. So uh, as long as they don't have any construction delays, you'll be able to go out there, and that's a, that's a really good place to fish, especially if you don't have a boat. A lot of people, if you don't have a boat, uh, you're definitely going to want to to fish over there. Now, I will tell you, uh, we've got a, a great report coming up for you. Fished, uh, fished Delacroix, or not Delacroix, uh, Point Lahash uh, yesterday out of, uh, out of Plaquemines Parish, and uh, we, we did really, really well. Caught a lot of fish. Uh, had a great, great time out there. We caught a lot of speckled trout. I know the speckled trout fishing has been a little bit challenging uh, this spring, but yesterday, I tell you, it was one of the best days I've had in quite a while. We did very, very well fishing actually deep water which i know a lot of people this time of year they they kind of think that those shallow bays and 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 the and the, the local areas around the marina have fish but actually the deep water this time of year holds a lot of the bigger trout and really what you want to look for with that is you want to fish the hard ledges and with the the, the ledges uh you'll have basically an area that's that's 12 feet and then you'll come up to maybe three feet and you'll see a bunch of boiling mixing water and you want to fish up and down those ledges try both angles and you'll be able to catch some fish that way the key with that is you got to have the boat positioning correct if you can try different angles and to try and see where the fish are exactly set up on the ledge that's uh that's very very important just try different angles until until you find it but what we did yesterday we threw um jig heads with with matrix shads and a variety of colors i think we threw about half the colors that Chaz makes uh, but didn't seem like colors really really made a difference yesterday what did make a difference was getting to the bottom you want to make sure that your jig head is getting to the bottom bounce it along there and the fish yesterday were pretty nice we had fish up to 20 inches and another great technique to use when you're out there is to actually fish a carolina rigged soft plastic which i know a lot of people don't do that's something I did yesterday, and, and for a while, it was definitely the hottest technique. Just kind of two things you want to try when you're there is, is a heavier jig head, and also that Carolina rig can be really, really good. And what I do with those Carolina rigs, I like to nose hook the soft plastic onto a 2 watt kale hook. So just make up basically your regular Carolina rig you'd use for live bait, and then, uh, and then nose hook a, a soft plastic. Yesterday, I was using a Limbo Slice colored matrix shed on there that seemed to be very very effective one thing you do want to want to do when you're fishing those carolina rigs i like making my leaders pretty long about three to four feet that way that bait can really float behind that weight when it gets to the bottom and it, it triggers a lot of strikes also a uh, longer rod really helps you i had a seven three heavy power rod yesterday but you can even go up to a seven six and that'll give you some extra distance on your cast and make that long leader a lot easier to cast so great stuff going on over there a great trout report that we had just from yesterday fished about 24 hours 24 hours ago and uh, that's a hot trout report you can definitely try this weekend that pattern is going to be lasting really through almost the end of may so that pattern of fishing the deep water with uh with with that is, is going to be really really good for the next couple of months now got uh, got another text coming in. Uh, just we've got um, 
2099 asking about Don's condition. And uh, Don is recovering slowly, but he is definitely doing a whole lot better. And he will be back soon uh, for all of you guys that are wondering. We're going to take a, a timeout. Uh, Joel Masson here filling in for Don Dubuque this morning. And when we come back, we are going to be joined with some more great fishing reports. You're going to be listening right here. This is the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And a sunburnt Joel Masson filling in this morning for Don Dubuque. And I tell you what, it's been a uh, been a great show already. Got some awesome uh, awesome guests coming up in the next few segments. Right now, we're asking you, uh, what fishing condition do you find the most challenging? Uh, dirty water, dead tide, any of those? You can text those answers to 504. 504- 260-1870 with your name and where you're from so that we can identify you. Uh, we got a got a kind of a, a interesting new uh, boating law here that's going to take into effect on April 1st, so just a few days few days away. And uh, this law applies to any recreational motorized boat with three or more horsepower that is less than 26 feet. And basically, what the law is is that it you have to have a kill switch device, and you have to have it on. It's not like a life jacket where you can just have it in the boat, and you need to have the kill switch on uh, at all times uh, when you're when the boat is running, and uh, and and that's something that you definitely uh, definitely have to do. And if you have any questions uh, about the law, there's a couple of exceptions, um, but you can text the uh, uh, the show to 504-260-1870. And if you have any questions about that, definitely get those answers answered. Also, Elmer's Island has a new shuttle service uh, that's taken to a place. Uh, and Elmer's Island is just a, an island on uh, on Grand Isle. Um, and that's going to be uh, – the shuttle service is great because, you know, for people who don't really like to walk or anything like that, you might uh, be uh, handicapped or whatever, uh, you can use the, uh, the shuttle service. And the, the shuttle schedule – and March, April through May uh, is open to close Friday through Saturday. Uh, June, July, and August, it's open to close every single day. And September, uh, after Labor Day, it's open to close on weekends, uh, which is Friday through Sunday. Friday is kind of considered a weekend now. And October and November, open to close Friday through Sunday. In December and January, uh, are, there are no operations going on there. Uh, we got some some of your texts coming in. Uh, we've got uh, Brandon Jolie from Denham Springs. He says that gnats are the worst fishing condition, and I would uh, I would have to agree with that. Gnats are uh, absolutely awful. The good thing is with gnats, though, you can remedy them and get some amber romance and stuff like that and use that to your advantage. Definitely uh, use some of those those good things that uh, any of the gnat spray, and they will, they will help with that. They are no fun to fish in, though. Will definitely say that much, and uh, also this morning, your weather is looking. Uh, it's it's not too bad uh, this morning. We've got a 10 to 15. Uh, that's forecast anyway. Hopefully it doesn't build in the uh, in the inside waters. Uh, offshore is going to be a little bit more bumpy, but hopefully uh, hopefully the wind will stay down and let you uh, let you kind of get out and get some fishing time in this morning. A lot of times in the afternoon the wind will pick up. But uh, but in the in the in the morning like this, uh, you can usually get a few hours in to catch some trout, which I know are biting. I had a great trip yesterday in Plaquemines Parish uh, near Point Lahash, and uh, that that's definitely a good area that you want to try this weekend. 
if you missed it last uh, last segment, uh, we had a bunch of bunch of good uh, good information on that uh, fishing those trout in the deeper water, which is very very effective this time of year. We're gonna take uh, take a quick break. We're gonna get to more of your text messages coming in. Once again, we're asking what fishing condition do you find the most challenging? You can text that to five zero four. 260-1870, and I make sure to text it with your name, and also text it uh, with your where you're from. That way we can uh, we can identify you for that. We're gonna come back with uh, Captain Daryl Carpenter of Real Screamers Guide Service down there in Grand Isle. See what's going on uh, down there in Grand Isle, and we get a good report from him. Stick with us; got a great show coming up. And you're listening to the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And Joel Masson filling in this morning for Don Dubuque, who was sitting right next to me. And you will hear Don to some degree next week. He might not be 100%, but you will get Don's voice back on the show. Now, right now, we're going to be joined by Captain Daryl Carpenter down in Grand Isle, Real Screamers Guide Service. Daryl, is, uh, is it foggy down there this morning? No, Joel, it's not bad. I mean, we got a little haze. Uh, what what a buddy of mine called it the other day, man. Y'all got a lot of that water haze around here. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but no, there, it, it, I wouldn't call it fog. It's a little hazy, but it, it's enough that everything's wet, including you, if you stay out in it too long, you know? Yeah, right, definitely. Yeah, we just got a, got a report uh, that uh, Venice had a little bit of fog this morning. So if anybody's heading down to Venice, Make sure and uh, be aware of that. You might want to sit at the marina a couple extra seconds. Well, Daryl, uh, how's, how's the trout fishing been uh, this week? Well, this week uh, is really nothing to brag about. I mean, with all the weather we had come through uh, early in the week, it, it sounds like a broken record now. I think this is like three weeks in a row. Early in the week, we had some trout catches because the weather was calm enough that we could get into those bigger bodies of water. And, you know, trout were coming in. Um of course, that weather blew like crazy, so we had to treat, retreat to the marsh. And even, man, even after that big rain we had, what, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, uh, we waited for the rain to break up. And that front made them fish hungry because, uh, I mean, the redfish were just, they were chewing, man. I mean, they were eating everything you threw, including your parks. Um, now, yesterday it calmed down a little bit. I think uh, caught a lot of trout around Grand Isle. The, the problem that we have is the water immediately around the island is still just chewed up nasty dirty. So you got to spend some time running around. you got to get in a little bit of protected water to where you can try to find some clean water. Because uh, I hadn't looked to see what the Mississippi River Davis Pond's doing, but I can tell you down here around Grand Isle, immediate Grand Isle, it's muddy, nasty, dirty. Um, but, man, it's Seriously, Joel, on, on live shrimp yesterday, there were some really serious catches of, of speckled trout that took place in the marsh. That's awesome. That's uh, definitely great to hear. Now, uh, are, are live shrimp pretty pretty readily available down there right now, or do you kind of have to uh, work to get them, or what? No, you've got you've got to work to get them. Um, the, we're seeing some brownies start to show up. We still been catching nothing but white shrimp, and it's been it, it's been you got to work for them. But uh, some of the brownies are starting to show up, but they're still so small they almost look like grass shrimp. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, now, if somebody wants to uh, to to not fish live bait, maybe want to fish up uh, plastics down there. What what plastic baits would you recommend? And are you catching any fish on like hard baits, like topwaters and jerk baits and stuff like that? Nah, Joe. We haven't. Uh, 
I guess it's been almost a month since I've been fortunate enough to be on the water on a day we could throw, you know, top water. Now we were catching some that day. It was an overcast day, 11 o'clock in the morning, we were catching trout on top water. But we haven't had that kind of a wind situation in probably about six weeks. Um, and like I said, with the wind comes the muddy, muddy water around the island. Oh, we need we need three or four days of this wind to stop blowing and, and you know, get us some south, southwest wind back to, to push that water back toward the river. And the trout are here on Grand Isle. I mean, you know, you got to have the south wind and even fish the, just the very back of the island, the rocks and so forth along the back of the island. You're catching fish, just not a whole lot of them. And they're nice, big. I mean, the last time I fished this, it was about two, three weeks ago. And all the trout I caught, what we call beach trout. They were all big, nice trout. That's great, man. Uh, I mean, big trout and Grand Isle are definitely uh, synonymous. Uh, they go go together for sure. And I know uh, it will definitely only get better once uh, once more warm weather hits and, and the spring really gets here. Darrell, we're asking everybody this morning if you uh, what fishing condition do you find the most challenging? Whether it's dead tide, like you were mentioning about the dirty water, what what condition do you find the most difficult to catch fish in? Uh, for me, with all the open water we have here, it, Joel, it would have to be wind. I mean, uh, we get so much wind down here that it does. It creates tide. I mean, you can always you can always move around where you're going and look for places where the tide just choked. You know, we we've, we've got so much during the summer. We've got so much live bait in the water. The bait's gonna be here. Uh, some moving water is always a problem, but for me, I would have to say wind. Uh, you know, with Grand Isle being more of a tourist place, we get so many people that that should I say are are, are casting challenge and so forth. So having a windy, windy day is is my Worst nightmare. That and that full moon. I got staring at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well. Uh, well, Daryl, uh, we appreciate you joining us this morning. Thank you so much for all the all the good information. And, and if if somebody wants to uh, to book a trip with you, uh, how can they reach you? Oh, Joel, it, it's easy. I mean, it just you can go on Don's website at DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. Uh, we do some of the social media stuff, the Facebook and so forth. RealScreamers.com. Or just pick up the phone, 225-937-6288. All right, good stuff, my friend. Uh, we appreciate you joining us, and good luck today. Thank you, my man. Appreciate it. Don, good night. Have a good morning, and have a good day. <laughs> All right, there he goes, Captain Daryl Carpenter from Grand Isle down there on the island. We've got next, uh, we've got a turkey hunter text from Alabama and he's wondering what station we come on in Alabama, and the station is 106.5 FM Talk. So if you're listening in Alabama, definitely uh, check that out. And, uh, and send, us, uh, send us all your texts, send us your turkey reports, uh, anything that you've got interesting happening around here. We're asking people this morning, what fishing condition do you find the most challenging to catch fish in? Could be wind, could be lack of bait, dead tide, whatever. We want to hear the answers to all your questions on that. And you can text those answers to 504-260-1870. And you text with your name and uh, where you're from, and we can definitely get uh, get your get your answers read here on the air. Uh, we've got, uh, <clears throat> got another text coming along here. We've got, uh, let's see, 9802. Um, says that uh, he he's 
he says that uh, that that moving non-moving water is uh, is the worst condition, and non-moving water I think might have to agree fully on that one. I I think that uh, that non-moving tide no tide movement is going to be your most challenging, and that would be uh, my most challenging condition just because when the water's not moving, you can't really catch a whole lot of fish just because those fish are not inspired to feed, and your bait's coming by and all that is just uh, just not really natural to them. So it, uh, it can be a whole lot more challenging when you don't have that moving water. So that would be my number one uh, condition where I would struggle the most in catching fish. We got uh, another whole another hour of this. Uh, we got uh, some, some really, really good stuff coming along next hour. And we've got, uh, got all your questions and uh, texts coming along. So, uh, so make sure. We've also got a, a Wahoo and Tuna question coming along. So we're going to answer that. After the break, when, uh, when we come back on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And good morning. Glad you could join us for the show. Joel Masson here filling in for Don Dubuque this morning. Got some great, uh, great guests lined up this hour. We're going to have Captain Mike Gallo, fishes that Lake Pontchartrain, Biloxi Marsh area. We'll get a report from him, we're going to also get a, a paddler's uh, report as well, so you'll uh, be able to see that. And we're also going to get a report from uh, from Captain Ryan Lambert down uh, down there in Plaquemines Parish. Uh, great, uh, great stuff from him. Now uh, we've also got uh, we got a had a question come in over the break from Rob and G King, and they asked uh, any word on the wahoo and tuna bite. Also, any chance the, the limit, the snapper limit, will be increased? Part one of that question: Any word on the wahoo and snapper bite? Uh, there is tuna on the lump, and they're catching some really, really nice ones, uh, up to 180 plus. So some really, really good fish, and, uh, and they, there's also uh, a good wahoo bite going on. So you want to check that out for sure. And then on the uh, the red snapper, the red snapper will run. Uh, 2021 red snapper season will run for 63 days from 12.01 a.m. local time on Tuesday, June 1st until Tuesday, August 3rd at 12.01 a.m. local time. Dates are still undisclosed for the recreational private anglers and will be announced on a state-by-state basis for federal and state waters. So uh, definitely keep that in mind for uh, for, for that. And as far as the limits, uh, two fish, uh, the two-fish limit on that with a 16-inch minimum. So uh, that's that's your creel and uh, and your size limit on that. And I've also got if you're heading down this morning uh, to to Venice or any of those downriver areas, uh, we got a report from uh, from Martha that the fog is uh, is definitely taking place this morning, and it was yesterday morning as well when I went fishing. So fog is one something you want to uh, keep in mind. And uh, if you have no radar, then definitely don't risk it and go out there. Uh, it's too many, too many other days to fish to uh, to just risk it for this foggy one. So if you don't have radar, definitely don't run on the river uh, in that as well, because you could definitely, definitely be hurt. I uh, also wanted to uh, to talk about EJ Rayleigh. Um, he's from Terrytown, uh, who passed away yesterday, and Don actually went to uh, to the service. Uh, but very, uh, very unfortunate. He's about big in the community, and I uh, use the uh, father of uh, of Josh Rayleigh. So uh, definitely, 
want to remember him and uh, definitely have our, our condolences uh, along there. Now, uh, like I said, we've got uh, some great stuff coming up. Uh, Captain Mike Gallo will be joining us next segment. We're going to get a great report from him. And you are listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Joel Masson here filling in for Don Dubuque. And we're going to have Captain Mike Gallo on for the Born on the Bayou Report, which is sponsored by CETO. For $179 per year, you can get unlimited fuel drops, 24-7 tow ends, jump starts for electrical problems, whatever it takes to get you back safely, CETO. Is like triple A on the water. Peace of mind for you and your loved ones. And you can call Captain Chris at 504-301-4545. Or you can go to CTO.com. And right now, they've got a 14, you can get 14 months for the price of 12. So you get two extra free months in there. Definitely something that you're going to want to go check out. And right now, we're going to be joined by Captain Mike Gallo. Mike, uh, is it foggy down there or what? We are seeing a little bit of fog, and they had some fog yesterday, but it burned off fairly quickly, so we're sort of expecting the same sort of routine today. How you doing? I'm doing well. I can't complain. I had a great fishing trip yesterday, and uh, I know uh, I know the fishing in your area has been uh, been decent the past uh, past couple couple weeks. Uh, how was it? Uh, how was it this week? Well, we started off, we didn't get a chance to fish a whole lot with all the wind we had during the middle of the week. Monday started off pretty good. We had a fair amount of trout, six to eight trout a trip, and good numbers in redfish. And then after the wind blew through, we got a chance to get back out on the water yesterday. And um, much improved. The trout fishing was much better. Caught decent numbers of trout, 15 to 20 per boat. And if you concentrated on redfish, you could catch your limit of redfish. Although this time of the year, most people seem to be concentrating on trout. What I found interesting, you know, I watch these boats come back and I get a chance to chat with the captains. And some fished with plastic under a popping cork and some fished, you know, bouncing plastics on the bottom. And all were successful, which is, it's interesting, but it's also, you know, late March and fish are still in transition. Some of them have moved into the shallower water and some of them are still still in deep water. So they're in lots of areas. It did seem like the key was to find clean water, which was obviously along the south shore of wherever you chose to fish. Um, Lake Pontchartrain's south shore was a little murky, but it did produce fish. Lake Bourne's south shore was much cleaner and that's where the majority of the fish were caught along the south shore of Lake Bourne. So looking for the same pattern, especially with the wind direction, supposing to increase mid-morning and be back out of the south. Um, if you're on the south shore, obviously, you'll be on the leeward shoreline, and that's where we'll do most of our fishing this morning, concentrating in those areas. Gotcha. Now, uh, now I know a lot of people... It's a very popular place to fish, obviously, the Lake Pontchartrain, Train Trestle. What have you been hearing from uh, from the trestle over there? Well, it's like the weather. When you have good weather, you have good fishing over there. As we get closer to having um, water temperatures in the high 60s, low 70s, that'll be more consistent. Uh, it's just a matter of having those water temperatures pick up and then have clean water. The majority of the lake was fairly dirty with all the wind that came through. 
besides that, you have the runoff, you know, from the lakes and on a lot of the, on the North shore, you get a lot more runoff and that water's dirty. So it was cleaning up yesterday by the time we were heading in. So it was fairly, fairly calm overnight. It's relatively calm this morning. So the water should look much better. It wouldn't surprise me at all if there were fish caught in Lake Pontchartrain by the trestle this morning. And we're just going to run right back to where we left them and not necessarily go look for them. We kind of know they're in that area where we were yesterday. Right. Now, for uh, for people, we're asking this morning, what fishing condition do you find the most challenging? So for you, uh, what would that be? Would it be a, a dead tide, a dirty water, lack of bait? What uh, what would you pinpoint that on? Well, I guess I'm like Daryl Carpenter. I would say the wind is my biggest nemesis because we do fish a fair amount of open water, Lake Pontchartrain's open water. To get to the Biloxi Marsh, we go across open water. So wind would certainly be my nemesis. I, and it's it's also time dependent. I feel like I can catch fish in, a, in small or no tide uh, in the springtime. But once the summer sets in, I definitely want some tide movement, uh, keep that water oxygenated and, you know, cooler water down on the bottom. So it, it's time dependent as to how I answer that question. But this time of year, wind is definitely my nemesis. All right. Well, good stuff, Captain Mike Gallo. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you joining us this morning. If somebody wants to book a trip with you, Angling Adventures of Louisiana, how can they get in touch, touch with you for this spring run? Oh, very simple. You can find us on the social media sites. Uh, I'm on DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com as one of his field reporters. My website is AA of LA or the telephone, which is 985-781-7811. All right. Thanks so much, Captain Mike Allo, and good luck today. All right, Don. We hope to hear from you next week. And, uh, Joe, you're doing a good job. Came back for an encore. I appreciate that. I got some size 20 shoes to fill, but uh, but I'll be all right. You will hear from Don next week. He will be here in some capacity, uh, so look forward to that. All right, there he goes, Captain Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. It sounds like it's going to be a breezy day down there on Lake Pontchartrain, but I'm sure you can definitely definitely find some fish. And coming up next, we've got our paddlers report from Eric Mahobrak. Going to tell us what's going on over there. Also, asking this morning, uh, what fishing condition do you find that most challenging? Whether it's a dead tide, dirty water, give us your answer at 504 260 1870. Text your name and where you're from, and we'll get to those later on in the show. We're going to take a timeout, come back with Eric Mahobarak, and get all that good information. You're listening to the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And welcome back to the show. Joel Masson here joining you this morning, sitting in for Don Dubuque. And right now we're going to be joined with Eric Mahobarak, who I know is a kayak fishing fanatic. Eric, how are you doing this morning? Uh, pretty good, Joel. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well, doing well. Now, I know uh, I know one of the great things that uh, that was announced to me this morning was that uh, that Massey's is doing a uh, some demo days, and I know those demo days are great for people who really don't know what exact kayak they want, what 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 length, what width, all that. It really allows you to test out those kayaks. But uh, but 
Tell us about the other demo days. Well, um, it's going to be April 3rd, and it's going to run from uh, 10 to 2. It's out in front of the uh, Deutsches House right there in Bayou St. John. Uh, they are going to have the full lines of, of Hobies. Uh, they're going to have some Jacksons out there also and some other brands. Um, if you do have a specific model that you're interested, let's say you want to try the Hobie Outback, just call the, the, the New Orleans store and um, say, hey, man, I want to you know make sure that this boat's out there that we can try. And um, they'll bring it out there for you. And no charge. You just come out there. you got to sign a waiver, put on your life vest. Uh, some of the pro staff, like myself, Martha, and uh, Steve, and, and other folks will be out there to uh, help out, assist or whatever, and give some pointers. Uh, also, we answer questions, you know, and fishing out of kayak with what things do you need and stuff. It's really a good time, you know, uh, j- just to get out there. And if it doesn't cost anything, come out and try it. So you trying before you buy buying, you know. So it's really good. I highly suggest it. Everyone who's getting into the kayak world, try, you know, get out and do a demo day, no matter where it's at, you know. But Massey's, you know, it's definitely put on a good show out there. Right. That's certainly certainly good advice. If you've never been in a kayak before, those demo days can be very, very, very helpful and just picking out the right one. But uh, transitioning a little bit, I know uh, we've got some, some tournament winners that you wanted to tell us about. Yeah, on the double-day duel, uh, Jonathan Van Roy was the winner of the first day, and then Josh Reed was the winner of the second day. I think the first day was five speckled trout, and the second day was uh, four redfish, I believe, and one flounder, but uh, I don't believe a flounder was caught. So, uh, you know, those guys had a good time that weekend, and they, that was a catch photo release tournament, you know, also. And then uh, on the 17th of April is uh, most probably the uh, Bayou Coast's uh, largest uh, uh, tournament, and uh, it's called Paddle Palooza. It's the second oldest uh, tournament. Uh, well, it's the first oldest now um, uh, tournament they have. And uh, it, it's going to be catch phone and release also this year. But Friday night they are having a captain's meeting that isn't required to go to. They will be serving pastelaya. Uh, you know, they, they're trying to do the, uh, the the COVID safety thing or, or whatever the best they can with still having a, a, a safe run tournament, you know. And that's going to be a slam tournament, you know, the largest uh, – Red under 27, largest trout and largest flounder uh, wins first place. But uh, it, it's Man, always been what, a good time. And... Go ahead. I might go to that just for the uh, the pastelaya. That sounds pretty good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Put a little weight on you. <laughs> I got to stay away from that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, now, how's the, uh, how's the fishing been, uh, been this week? What kind of reports are you getting from people that are fishing out of a kayak? Well, um, I heard Reggio is doing pretty well, and y'all fished the east side of the river uh, yesterday, and you said y'all had a great trip. Uh, you know, so I know they've been catching some some limits of trout out of Reggio, and of course the redfish, you know, up in the grass ponds. Uh, you know, I did get a good report from uh, Caney Lake all the way up in, uh, what is that, Minden, Louisiana? No, it's uh, Winsboro, Louisiana, uh, which is, you know, one of the best bass lakes we have in uh in louisiana and uh it's very kayak accessible actually you know they got a lot of coves you can dart out of the wind you can switch sides of the lake pretty easily uh you know and having a kayak you can dish it in anywhere pretty much but they have some nice land in the state park up there but they've been catching some good fish uh in shallow areas uh and back in the coves where the boats really can't get to kind of when it gets too shallow and they've been using the creature baits you know uh the, the person i know was using the havoc craw which is uh, uh 
pure fishing lure. Uh, that, that's really a popular bait. I'm sure they're using jigs and lizards. I'd be throwing a lizard myself this time of year just because, of, you know, spawn's just about over with or, or getting close to being over with. But uh, really a good report from up that way. You know, down in uh, Plaquemines, you know, it, it, the wind has been phenomenal. And, you know, on the west side of the river there, it gets a little rough. Um, you know, I've had to cancel a few trips this week because of the rain and stuff like that, and, and I'll push one back today because, you know, the wind was out, you know. Right. It's definitely uh, definitely been very, very windy, unfortunately. It makes it a whole lot more difficult. But, uh, but Eric, we want to appreciate you uh, joining us this morning. Thank you for uh, getting up dark and early with us, and I uh, hope to see yeah. you soon. All right, buddy. You have a good one, Joel. Thank you. All right, all right. There he goes, Eric Mahoborak. And we've got uh, some text messages coming in. We're we're asking this morning, what uh, what fishing conditions do you find the most challenging? Whether that be the wind. We've had a lot of people uh, say a dead tide. Uh, so definitely text those questions or those answers to five zero four two six zero eighteen seventy, and make sure to text your name and also where you're from, so we can identify you. We take a quick break. Uh, Joel Masson here filling in for Don Dubuque this morning. And when we come back, we're going to have more good announcements and fishing reports right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And that guy is lying. It is Joel Masson this morning filling in for Don Dubuque. And it's getting close to, if you're a turkey hunter, uh, your legal, well, actually, it's past uh, legal shooting time. Legal shooting time's at 624, depending on where you're at. Give or take a few minutes, but uh, good luck to all you turkey hunters out there. We've got a lot of texts coming in. We're asking this morning, uh, what fishing condition do you find the most challenging? And just be specific, You can whether it's dirty water, getting a lot of uh, no tide. Text those answers to 504-260-1870. And text your name and also where you're from so we can identify you and let you uh we can read your your text messages uh we got uh, got a text coming in from uh 195 he said good morning don and joel love the show as always the worst conditions for fishing would be non-moving water with no breeze at all and while being attacked by gnats and that does not sound uh, that does not sound very very enjoyable um we've also got another text coming in from uh from six seven four saying that the toughest condition is fishing in the wrong spot where there is no fish, and <laughs> I gotta tell you if you have the best you can have the best bait best live shrimp available and if you're not fishing where there's fish, I don't care how good you are, you are not gonna catch any. So finding fish is very very important rather than trying to find uh, the the best lure or anything uh, like that. And I've also got a text uh, coming in from 2671 saying, uh, when is Don coming back? I talked about that a little bit earlier in the show. When he will be back uh, to some capacity next week. Might not be the entire show, but you will get to hear uh, Don's voice again, which is really, really good uh, Good to hear. And uh, i got another text coming in uh, from 94,000 saying, uh, good morning. Where did you fish in Point Lahash? And Point Lahash, so we kind of went up really on the east side of uh, Point Lahash. And like I mentioned, um, that, that whole pattern, that whole deep water Delacro pattern is going to be uh, really effective for the next uh, couple of months. So uh, we'll definitely definitely need to try that out. And uh, we're going to come back with more text when we pause 
10 seconds, let our local stations identify themselves on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And we're back. Uh, Joel Masson here, as I said, filling in for Don Dubuque. And uh, we got a got the Bayou Wild TV. If you like, uh, if you like watching Bayou Wild, uh, got a great announcement for you. Because this week's show um, features a uh, decoy uh, and, and knife uh, maker. Um, you can catch that, and his name is uh, is Cade Jenkins. Um, so that's going to be a great show. And the uh, the, the station is uh, Bayou Wild. Uh, TV or the website's BayouWildTV.com, where you can also watch on YouTube. And I know YouTube has become a, a very, very popular thing these days. And uh, next week on the show, we're gonna have uh, Miss Louisiana on her first crawfish trip. And uh, I tell you, I've not, uh, I've not crawfished in a while, but uh, it's definitely a whole, whole lot of fun when I did it. It's a, it's a great, great thing to do this time of year. If maybe you get a windy day and you can't go fishing, uh, the, the crawfishing can be really really fun and uh bayou wild uh will be airing that'll be this week and uh and next week so make sure to uh to check those check those shows out one thing i did want to mention is uh we are getting a lot of reports uh from the, the that the fog is down river so when you when you are heading out if you're going uh you might have to wait at the dock a little bit this morning just uh just to kind of play it safe and make sure that there's no no fog uh coming in where when you're trying to launch because that can get uh, can get pretty pretty dangerous but um after this uh, after this segment we're going to have captain ryan lambert with uh, Ang- uh cajun fishing adventures uh out of plaquemines parish and get some more reports from him and uh that's uh it's a great great little area to uh, to fish this time of year so we're going to come back with captain ryan right after this and you are listening to the outdoors with don dubuque radio network And the plastic man, he is not actually made out of plastic, but he does not like fishing with live bait, so he uh, he definitely prefers fishing with plastic. We got Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures down in Plaquemines Parish. How you doing this morning? Doing good, Joe. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing well. Is there uh, any fog down there? Um, no, but I'm sure on the river further down, the guys in Venice, you know, Bronx and all them, they had a lot of fog yesterday, and they probably got some today. We got a southeast wind, and you know the river's so cold that that it just makes that fog down there. It's it's not foggy right here, but I'm sure down there on the river it's just pretty foggy for them. Not as bad as yesterday though. But uh, you know, the other guys were calling my guys last night saying, "If it's foggy, we'll be waiting for you at the launch because they all got radar on their boats." So everybody likes to follow yeah. that radar. Right. But, yeah, uh, yeah. We got some. Night, yeah, we got some. We got some reports. The world is changing. No doubt, definitely there. We got some reports of uh, fog in in Venice, so it's uh, good to hear it's not uh, immediately in your area. But uh, but how's the uh, how's the fishing been this week? Fishing is on fire, buddy. I'm talking about, especially with a with a full moon on top of it, it's still really good. The boys, I mean, yesterday was great. I mean, trout, redfish, sheepheads, they they just hammered them. And you know what? We had a lot of families yesterday, and I love when we get the the, the moms and the, the young men out here with their dads. Man, I really like that when families come. And we've been having a lot of it lately. I got it. Some more girls today. You know, I just love when the girls come and fish. Just uh, it's changing more and more because we're getting more and more women fishing, and they're pretty good. You know, 
thing about a woman, they they listen. You tell them to cast to the left, they're going to cast to the left. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, right. it's, it's, it's an enjoyment to have them out there. And they everybody's catching lifetime best. You know, they got bull reds, keeper reds. And then yesterday, just like that, boom, the trout showed up and the boys hit them pretty good. So, yeah, that full moon right here, this one changes everything where everything comes out the winter horns, every, the bait starts moving out toward the bays and out toward the gulf. So this is a transition month. It just, I mean, like clockwork, every single year you could count on this full moon to change the world. So Right, yeah, that's uh, that's great to hear that the fishing is, is good down there. I had a great trip yesterday in Plaquemines Parish. Uh, caught a whole lot of fish, and uh, and the fishing really has seemed to turn the corner there and uh, and picked up. Now, uh, now, Brian, what uh, y'all y'all finding uh, some clean water? I know yesterday uh, when I went, we found uh, found a good amount of clean water, which is kind of it's water's been dirty, but uh, but yesterday it seemed like the water had cleaned up when we went. Uh, how's the water been looking? Well, the, the the water's been terrible, but the the tide is waning right now. That's why the water clears up a little bit because you get less tide movement, and you know we're getting caught toward the flip. So it'll, it'll straighten out a little bit. And then it, uh, wind direction has a lot to do with it, whether or not it's blowing the river water on you or away from you. So you just have to play the wind and whatever water coming out the river that you have, no matter if it's a pass or or just some, some little diversions like we have on the east side. You know, and you have to play it. You know, just if you want clear water, you just see which way the wind's blowing and go go the other way and right around the corner there's good water that's how it works you know you just have to learn to work with the river and it's you know we've been doing it a long time down here and the boys really know what to do to get out of it um you know when you start catching trout you know you got some decent water and the river's at 14 foot they're catching trout so that's great i can't i can't wait this uh next couple of weeks is gonna really turn on we'll see some big fish in two or three weeks and i can't wait to get on them because the river's high but i think it's still gonna be great Man, that's awesome. It's going to be a whole lot of fun for sure. Now, I know uh, you obviously fish uh, a lot of plastic lures, like we said. How's the uh, how's the live shrimp situation been down there for people who want to get live bait? Oh, yeah, you can get live shrimp. You know, Kent Fellish, that's a hard-working young man. He, well, I guess he's not as young as he used to be, but he works hard. He's going to have shrimp. You know, uh, you go to Fellish right there by, in Empire, chances are he's going to have shrimp because – like I say, he stays after it. And, uh, there's a couple other guys that do it. But, you know, the boys usually can get live shrimp when they want them. But uh, dead shrimp's going to work as well. But there's nothing like a live shrimp. You know, I'm, I like my plastic. But I can guarantee you they will seek out and destroy a shrimp. You know, if, you, if you're not that great a plastic fisherman and you want to put some fish in the box, you stop at Fellowship, get you some live shrimp, and good things fixing to happen to you. I can promise you that. Right. Yeah. Definitely. No doubt. Now, um, for people coming down there, have you been uh, have you been catching a lot of your fish, uh, a lot of your fish tight lining, um, or, or like a cork or what? Well, my, the boys use corks uh, an awful lot. Myself, I like I like the tight line. I got to feel that hit. I don't know what it is about my DNA, but I like being jerked around. <laughs> so so if I if I can help it, I won't use a cork. But you know if it's it's windy and and you can't really feel good. That cork's a great way. It's a strike indicator, and, and a lot of times it, it keeps you in the strike zone more. You, you know, you can throw it out there and leave it, and you're staying in that strike zone. You know, it's it's all preference on what people like, but sometimes you have to. Even on property, when I'm fishing soccer lake, 
a lot of times I use a court because you know it's it's so subtle and, and no matter how easy they hit it, you can see it. The court will just lay down sometimes instead of going under, and you know it's a hit. So, court's always a great way to 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 help you out, especially in windy conditions. Right, no doubt. That's a good point. I know we caught a lot of our fish yesterday, a tight liner, but we did catch a fair amount under corks as well. So definitely don't want to leave home without a without a popping cork in your boat. Now. Now, Ryan, we're asking uh, all of our all, all of our field reporters this morning if uh, what if you're uh, what fishing condition do you find to be the most challenging? Uh, whether that's a, a dead tide or dirty water, like you were talking about earlier, uh, what condition do you find to be the most difficult to catch fish in? Probably in the summertime when you get a nip tide, because. You know, you get those giant algae blooms, July, August, when the water's real hot, and you have the, the no tide, that's the hardest condition. But then, you know, wind direction, if, you, if you're on the west side of the river, that west wind will get you. Uh, if you're on the east side, northeast, and, and the hard east will get you. It just depends on where you fish. You know, every place has its detrimental conditions, and you just have to know what those are. We're lucky we we can look at the flag, and if the flag's pointing toward the east, you go to the east. If it's pointing toward the west, you go to the west because that's your least shore. It's kind of, you know, we, we where we're at, it's, it behooves you to to follow Mother Nature, and we have the ability to do it here. That's what's so great about Beerus. Right, yeah, that's uh, definitely a good uh, good answer to that question. I'm getting a lot of, a lot of similar, uh, similar answers for sure. Now, uh, Captain Ryan, I know you said the fishing is picking up big time, and that's absolutely great to hear. A lot of a lot of speckled trout being caught. If somebody wants to get in on the action and book a trip with you, how can they do that? Well, they can just go to CajunFishingAdventures.com and check out the website and see what we have to offer. Or they can call me direct on my cell phone at 504-559-5111. And again, I've never booked so many trips in my 44 years of guiding as I am doing right now. It's people are ready to get out and enjoy the outdoors again. Thank goodness. Oh, I'm I'm with you on that. That's uh, great to hear, and uh, glad people are getting getting back outside. Well, uh, thank you so much, Captain Ryan, and good luck to you today. All right, give my regards to Don, buddy. All right, will do. There he goes, Captain Ryan Lambert with Cajun Fishing Adventures. We're going to come back right after this for our final segment of this show. Got uh, got some good 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 stuff to tell you there. And stick with us. Joel Masson here filling in for Don Dubuque. We're going to be right back with more great information here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And Joel Masson joining you here all show and also for this final segment of the radio show this morning. Dark and early heard every single Saturday morning. We've got your text messages coming in this morning. We're asking, uh, what fishing condition do you find the most challenging, whether that's a dead tide, dirty water, any of that? We want to know the answer to that. You can text us at 504-260-1870, and you text your name and where you're from so we can identify you. Joey PR says, Joel, the worst fishing condition I found is when my wife wanted you to stay home and do yard work instead of going fishing. Well, I can tell you I don't have a wife yet, but um, that's, uh, that, that's probably going to be pretty high on my list as far as worst fishing conditions because uh, that does not sound very good. I've also got, uh, got another text coming in 
from the Dixie Ranch who kind of echoed uh, what Joey said. And uh, worst condition to fish is when my wife is mad at me. And that's uh, no good for anybody at all. But uh, <laughs> we've got uh, got some good stuff coming in, so make sure to text, uh, text your answers to that question at 504-260-1870. Had, uh, had another one saying uh, that uh, we had a report come in from Eric Mahoborak a little, little bit while ago on the show, a couple segments back. He had a great report from uh, from Caney Lake, and uh, Caney Lake is actually in Jackson Parish. Uh, we got corrected by one of our listeners here on the text message board. So if you're looking to find where Caney Lake is, you're not familiar, go search it in Jackson Parish. Had an absolutely uh, great, uh, great show today. We had uh, Robbie Campo coming on telling us, about the, the fishing going on down there in Shell Beach. Uh, a lot of good, good stuff. Also had uh, Kirk Stancil on with us this morning about uh, Calcasieu Lake and how the, the trout fishing is really uh, going to heat up there. And don't forget that Kirk also has a webcam uh, that you can see uh, all the action live going on over there, which is uh, really, really cool to see. And just had uh, Captain Ryan Lambert on as well. Who said uh, the trout fishing down there in Plaquemines Parish has been great, and I can uh, certainly echo that because I made a trip yesterday, as I mentioned earlier, and we did it. Had an absolute uh, blast of a trip, and really the probably the best trout trip that I've had uh, in about a year. Honestly, it's been uh, it's been that long, so uh, the the fishing really just seems like it, uh, it has turned the corner uh, very well in that area, which is a great a great thing. Great thing to have, and uh, we also uh, had Captain Mike Gallo on, which I've actually got a buddy who's going uh, that uh, fishing down there today, and uh, I'll definitely get a report from him, and uh, and let y'all know how that uh, how that fishing went, because I know that area has been uh, been pretty good. Also wanted to uh, text you, I mean to uh, tell you about uh, April second, uh, Friday, which is a Friday opening of Louisiana Turkey, and it's usually on a Saturday, so it's a little bit different this year being that it's on a Friday, and uh, Don definitely will be there. He's a avid avid turkey hunter, and you don't need a, a voice to, to call those turkeys unless uh, you're using a mouth call. But, uh, but anyway, uh, you'll definitely hear from Don next week, and a lot of people have been asking about that. You'll hear from Don uh, just uh, and, and at some capacity, maybe not the whole show, but uh, Don will give you a couple of reports and also tell you about uh, about how he's he's doing with his uh, with his voice situation. And uh, I've also got, uh, just wanted to wrap up and, and thank you for, uh, for joining us today on the show. Uh, been, uh, been, a, been a pleasure hosting it for sure. Great uh, great stuff coming in. We, we got some really good reports, and I'm excited that the, the trout fishing is, uh, is heating up because I know it has been a tough, tough spring so far, a tough February, a tough March, and for all of our anglers out there, that is a, a welcome sight whenever you get uh, whenever you get. The trout fishing as good as it is, and it looks like uh, on Sunday uh, the winds are going to be a little bit less, so you're not going to have to deal with as much winds. And we also have a, a good tide as well uh, this weekend. So that tide for fishing that, that Plaquemines Parish area, like I said, uh, is super, super important when you're, whenever you're doing that, uh, fishing those ledges. For uh, those trout in the, in the deeper water, you want to find those hard ledges. So if you're fishing down there this weekend, you're going to have to deal with a little bit of wind, um, but a lot of times the wind can really roll that current, and uh, and it, it can make it a whole lot easier. I got a text coming in from uh, 8900 saying uh, on Toledo Bend, the Bluebird, and East Wind right behind a cold front is his toughest condition, 
and fish bass fishing anywhere after a front can be definitely challenging uh, for sure just because uh, the high pressure really um, makes the makes the fish kind of not want to feed uh, but there are some things you can do to get around that just uh, fishing more finesse baits smaller baits like Ned rigs uh, very become very very popular and shaky heads as well so if you go into that that finesse fishing uh, that's one of the, the best things you can do uh, to combat those those cold weather conditions and we're still getting some cold fronts here in March so uh, definitely I want to thank you for joining uh, on the show and uh, I I think I'm gonna try and make a trip this week uh, maybe go down again to uh, to eastern Plaquemines Parish before heading on uh, to Florida to try and catch a snook this week so that is gonna be my goal it's gonna be uh, very very fun I'm excited looking forward to that if you follow me on Facebook you can definitely see uh, pictures from that trip and uh, and make sure to check out that snook report hoping to get my first one thank you for joining us this morning and uh, we will see you next or see you next week on the outdoors with Don Dubuque radio network <laughs>